That's why I'm really glad that you invited me onto the podcast today. I have a really interesting opportunity for Investment you. Investment opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> They're called POGs. <laughs> they are taking the internet by storm. Um, and honestly, you can get in at the ground level here. Welcome in to season three, episode Trace of Unstable Discourse. Yeah. We here, we out here. It is us, uh, but we're in a new location today. Hmm? We're at the Callahan Acres, but not in the barn. Yeah. We're in the basement. The, the CAB, the Callahan Acres basement. Can you come cab. up? Do we have a name? <laughs> this is a new studio, so there needs to be a name for this spot. The Cab. Next? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Next? <laughs> yeah. But, but gonna, Cab we don't have a name for this Acres barn. This is oh, just... No, but it's not. No. It's the basement. Oh, yeah. Right, well, we that just call this that. the basement, so... Wait, but then what do you Cab call works. the barn? Uh, the barn. The barn. Yeah. Mm. Capital T. I don't have a name. Yeah. TB. Capital T, capital B. Yep. Yeah. So we're here. <laughs> new location. New faces. The barn dog. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined by uh, a special guest who's going to be on the mic with us. We got some uh, audience members with us. We got some McDonald's fries going down in uh-huh. the background. Yeah. It's going down for real. We got some uh, Little Caesars mm-hmm. on the yeah, table. We do. Yeah, pizza, we do. Pizza, pizza, pizza. And you, do you know, have those? Do you have those friends that when you bring up Little Caesars, they're like, "Oh, you got some Little Squeezers." No. Or like, say, no. we go to Taco Bell, and they're like, oh, you're going to go to Taco Hill? You ever hear are people you do still that? hanging no. out with 11-year-olds? Who, who are your friends? I mean, 11 and 12-year-olds. Who are your friends? 11-year-olds, circa yeah. 92. I know adults still do. Do they that. insult you <laughs> with, funny. like, cutting terms like Jason Schmason? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those guys. Jason Bobason. hate those guys. It cuts to the core. Yeah. yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of Jason Bobason, uh-huh. yeah. we're here with Ryan Fancher of Unstable Disc Golf Gear. There it is. Yes, sir. Sean Callahan of Delwood Disc Golf. You better know. Jason Callahan of Bag of Tricks and Stuck Delwood Disc Golf. feather in his hat and called it macaroni. Candles. <laughs> <laughs> and we're joined today by Ali Bag. Is it Ali or Ali? Oh, it's Ali, yeah. Ali Bag of Bag of Tricks. That's the, correct. The founder. This is Jason's boss in the room with uh, us, correct? I got two bosses with me right now. Oh, Sheila's probably a boss in some way, too. I got yeah? three bosses in the room yeah? with me right now. Oh, I didn't and see him up there. I have four bosses in the room Nick, right now. Nick yeah. is back there, too. Nick's my boss, too. Uh, is anybody we, yeah, not we have, Jason's uh, boss? Uh, Sheila is in the room with us, as well as Nick and Nikki. Nick and Nikki. Nick and Nikki. Two Nick different Nikki. people. Nick and Nicky. Can we get a, an official breakdown of that? Because I'm still not perfectly clear on how all the naming works there. Well, well their names and Nikki. are yeah. Nick and Nick. So there are a couple Nikki. named Nick. Wait, is it Nicholas and Nicole? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the last name is Nick and Nikki. And Nikki? Nick and Nikki. No. Yeah. <laughs> We just make yeah. jokes that the last name is N. Nikki because we always say Nick and Nikki. Right? I swear to God, I thought Nick's and last Nikki? name was N. Nikki. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought it was Nick and Nikki and Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. That would be uh, it's like, uh, really yeah, awesome. Yeah, Turk God. and JD. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Uh, well, I'm learning a lot, which is appropriate. I would never tell anybody how to live their lives, but guys, if you want to go change your names, I think <laughs> yeah. we just found the perfect name right? for it. And Nikki. At least your yeah. dog's names don't sound like yours. Their dog's names are Nixie and Nilo. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. So, Well, on, on the subject of learning things, that's perfect for this episode because we're uh, going to be treated to a round of Bag of Tricks trivia from the Jedi Master himself. Mm-hmm. 
Ollie Beg, and we're going <clears> to get to hear Jason on the other side of the of the mic. Last time we did this episode, you were oh, the yes. trivia host. Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. That's right. And this time we're going to be competing. Do you feel like you have a huge advantage over the rest of us in trivia? Not at all. Not at all. Because every time uh, he typically will write new questions for my Wednesday event. And every time I see them, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, I would no, lose if I was playing right now. Yeah. So is there a sort we're of getting harder and harder? I'll, I got to save this for later. I'm curious to know how you build the questions and everything, but we'll save it for later. Uh, before we get into all the fun stuff, we're going to be drinking on this episode, which means things, things can get a little bit silly. So uh, view our listener discretion advised. Be I can't bad. think of an episode where I haven't been drinking. Okay. Let's not. Let's try and live in the moment rather than yeah. thinking about the end. You know, later uh-huh. in the episode, uh-huh. let's talk about what's happening. It's right more now. about yes. the, it's about the yeah. journey. You know, <laughs> and sometimes you just have to take some shots. Yeah. You miss 100% of the shots <laughs> yeah, you don't take. Yeah. Did you just make that up? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, Ryan Fancher. Ryan Fancher. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please screen print that shirt yeah. for me? <laughs> Absolutely. That shirt uh-huh. will sell. Yeah. Uh-huh. I will wear that shirt. Uh-huh. Uh, before we get into all the fun stuff, let's start with the things that uh, usually kick the show off. Namely, a little segment called Fired Up. Fired Up! Ooh. Ah! Hmm. That's good. The delay was there. I like that. He got a Ryan, Ryan submitted his request early to not be first on Fired Up. So That's let's jump ahead right in the middle of the table. Jason Callahan, what are you fired up about? Take it again. Uh, That's me what I'm fired up about. <laughs> How high are you right now? So I thought there was a plane or something. <laughs> My God. I, did, look, I took one pull of the pen, which is not crazy, but... Uh, I didn't realize how much I felt it until you asked me that question. <laughs> yeah. Jason, yes, what sir. are you fired up about? I am fired up. I, my, I'm spicy fired up tonight. Dang. Spired yeah, up. Yeah, I'm spired up. So the other day, I was at the gas station pumping gas like one does. How much? You is this a setup for a fart joke? No, no. And I happened to pull up next to a pump that on the other side of the pump, somebody was pumping their gas. And it was uh, an what older chance. Jay. And, yeah. I don't want to interrupt you, but here's the thing. They were too far, T. The cadences of how you say what you say (laughs) is like you're going to get to too far, T. Every single time. If I somehow manage to put that on my gravestone for me, that's all I ask is make that cadence in the the way. Conversations that start at a gas station pump. Equal joke. Yep. (laughs) So me, two popes and a rabbi are getting gas the other day, right? (laughs) No, uh, so two popes. Two popes, yeah, yeah. University in this, win. yeah, in this universe, there's two popes. No, so I'm pumping gas, and there's a guy pumping gas on the other side, and it's this older guy, and he could just kind of like smell his own kind of situation. I'm the kind of p- person that will just walk up and start talking to people. Like smell his own. What does that mean? He could just tell that he, we just locked eyes for a second, and he was like, "Oh, oh I'm gonna talk to you." You know, like gotcha. we could both see that we were that kind of person. I so see he's like. Mean. But immediately starts in with the weather and the gas prices and this, that, and we're just bullshitting and stuff. And it was it was like first thing in the morning, and he was as chipper as I was, because I for the most part I'm a morning person once I've had my shower and everything. So we're bullshitting for a couple minutes while while our, our gas is going. And he's like, All right, man, well, you know, thanks for putting up with me. And I was like, Oh man, it wasn't it was a pleasure to talk to you. Like this is a great start to my day, yada yada. So he goes to get in his car. And rather than leaving, he comes back around onto my side of the pump, and he has something in his hand. A gun. I, 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 no, the story's not that bad. <laughs> he has this canister of spices in his hand, and it's he is a local guy that is retired, and he is a hunter and a fisherman. And as like a hobby, he partnered with this company out of Texas to make this uh, dry rub seasoning. I, I thought, like, oh, this is so random. And he hands it to me. He's like, you know, I make this stuff, yada, yada, yada. He tells me the story. 
And he's like, you just seem like a nice guy. He's like, I sell it, but I want you to have one. And if you like it, give us a follow on Facebook. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll do you one better than that. So, well, yeah. I wouldn't have brought it up on the podcast had it had I not. When I got home, I told the girls what happened, how random the story was. And I was like, so this, this week on Friday, I'm going to stop and pick up some steaks. And we're going to have steaks for dinner on Friday because I want to try it. And they were like, okay. Since that day... We've had steaks four times because <laughs> I can't stop oh. eating this shit. It is awesome. It's called Jay-Z Spice Company Trail Dust. You can, they're at jayzspicecompany.com. Oh, it's letter <laughs> J, letter Z. I'm Does sure Dr. Dre produce yeah, no, the, no, the spice rum? Okay. Uh, I'm sure it's the guy's initials. I didn't, I didn't get his name, but it has salt, sugar, paprika, black pepper, ground coffee, garlic, onion, orange peel, Whoa. Spices, so wait, uh, just dextrose, to be clear, lemon powder, and spice extract. To say thank you to this man, you're just reading his recipe out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. I mean, he printed it on the thing. Yeah, cool. He's so like more or less giving it out himself. Make so. your own. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. I, it's <laughs> phenomenal. The guy, he lives in Lockport, and uh, I love it. I've eaten it multiple times. Sir, I wish I knew your name. Check it out. It's good stuff. Highly recommend. Did, did he give you an idea of where you can pick it up, or you just follow him on Facebook? And <laughs> you you got to meet him at the gas station. Yeah, you have to meet him at the gas station. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure if you follow on Facebook, no, you it's, can figure out I'm sure they're on some. Facebook, or yeah. like I said, it's jzspicecompany.com. Huh. Letter J, letter Z, spicecompany.com. Back-to-back right weeks, we're promoting uh, condiments of some kind. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Well, what we that could be a thing. Time. Yeah, what was last time? You were chugging a hot sauce last episode. Oh, oh right. Oh, yeah. Right, right. right. Yeah. That was yeah. Herdy 5,000. Herdy 5,000. <laughs> That's the name of the hot sauce. Yeah. He, yeah. It's, it's really Jay-Z. He should make one called Brush Your Shoulders Off. Oh, for, yeah, Like absolutely. pork shoulders. Pork shoulders. Oh, oh, oh my God. Jay-Z's yes. Brush Your Shoulders Off. Copyright, trademark, yep. Ali I got 99 spices, but a bitch ate one. That would be, that would be another, oh, another great name. Oh, Just throwing them out there. Uh, Big shrimpin'. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just see two spices going. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. So you're yeah, fired up slash local routed on that one. Uh, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. company called again so people can find it on Facebook? JZ Spice Company. I'm going to have to get myself some. That sounds Good. I'm telling you. And like, you can kind of put it on anything. He said, you put it on mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. Sean whatever. just put it on pizza. Put it on I pizza. Did. Said it was great. Little Caesars pizza. Recommend. All right, Sean, what are you fired up about? I'm going to be honest, guys. Please. I am feeling a little fired down lately. Oh. I'm not feeling oh. fired up. I am so f- no, man. over this weather. It has got me like in a seasonal funk. I feel like mm. I'm in like seasonal limbo. Mm-hmm. I thought of that word trademark, Sean Callahan. Uh, what is, is that because it's snowing no, man. right yeah, now? March 31st. While snow. we're talking? Twice today I looked outside and saw snow. Yeah. It, it's just, mm-hmm. it feels like it needs to be warmer by now and it's mm-hmm. not. And like yeah. we're two tournaments into the quote unquote season mm-hmm. and it still feels like that hasn't even begun yet. So I feel really strange right now. I think everybody right. feels the same way. <sighs> um, so I'm a little fired down. I'm good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it through, but I'm not quite fired up about anything. You want a hug? I'd love a hug. Oh, Ollie and Sean are having nice. a, a moment right now. Nice. By the way, listener, uh, oh. Ollie's wearing overalls. They look yeah. really fresh. Yeah. A crisp so fresh. pair of overalls. So I thought sweet. one of those clips was going to take out my collarbone. 
<laughs> during that hug. Just take it off for you. Yeah, can you yeah. put one down? Put like, one down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like Topanga. Oh, like go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, on the subject of Jay-Z, that's very gangster. Right. Yes. I have a picture of my first day of eighth grade, and I'm wearing a hot pink T-shirt with. Is it in uh, black and white? Or no, no. <laughs> yeah, Daddy. no. It's an oil painting, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm wearing a hot pink T-shirt and overalls, and I have one of them undone because, of course, I do. Because it was. How much day, ass did you was... crush that day when you were wearing that outfit? That, none. I was so surprised. That's that not for right. sure. That's not right. First day of eighth grade, hot pink. I mean, I remember I that thought I'd day. Have to peel them off. I remember those outfits that you were wearing, and I remember thinking, like, I want to believe that my brother is the coolest guy at school. I he really was. want to believe this. <laughs> he was. But, but then there was part of me that was like, man, I don't know. You know, I just don't know. That's very funny to me because I, it resonates with me. I used uh, to wear a lot of very loud hats, shirts, sunglasses. It was mm-hmm. like my little personality at that age oh i thought you were yeah. gonna say my little pony but i didn't realize it until later that my nick my middle brother started to do the same thing and I, I just didn't it didn't register to me that he at some point picked up the same thing mm-hmm. and now i wonder if he had that same moment of is he dressing like an asshole or is he dressing really yeah. cool i can't tell mm-hmm. i mean all the years after that i emulated everything that he did so Aww. If we were not Bummer. cool, we were not cool together. That's a beautiful thing. Brothers. Love that. <laughs> About halfway through eighth grade Real is when I figured out Real. grunge and it was all flannels and bahs and all that all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Sweet. I finally mm-hmm. figured out who I was. Yeah. All right. So Sean is fired down. That's okay. Sorry, guys. It's okay I'm to sorry. talk about that. I'm sorry. Actually, we're we're gonna hear more of that on the next episode. <laughs> I have some stuff I was gonna talk about, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's good to just say it out loud. Honestly, when yeah. you say it out loud, sometimes you don't feel as shitty. I think all the listeners, I think everybody's kind of feeling it like, man, where's the sun at? Yeah. I haven't seen the sun in days. Mud season. Right. Curtis, Ryan, what are you fired up or down about? Mainly fired down because of the weather, just like Sean. I... I'm so over it. I can't, I'd want to cry myself to sleep. It's, it's miserable, but I have a very small victory and it is a fired up for me. I have worn probably 12 to 15 pairs of Adidas Sambas in my life. Like I just keep buying them because I love the shoes. Just the classic black with white stripes. Uh, Last year, my daughter got some of the white, like shell toed Adidas shoes in her size. And we thought they were cute, but they weren't quite like Dada's shoes. And a couple of weeks ago, I found a new pair for me of Adidas Sambas and I found her size exactly oh. in the, like normally the kid's size shoes are different, but they're right. similar. Right. And these are dead nuts, exactly the same. And so she came home from school one day and I was like, let's open some boxes. And we <laughs> unboxed them and we put them on and we danced mm. around and <laughs> she wore them to school the next day. And I, she wouldn't let me not wear them to drop her <laughs> off to school. And so that was fun. So that was like a little milestone for me to have her wear the same shoes that I Absolutely. had. Absolutely. So awesome. it was cool. That's all. The the photo you sent me of the shoes together was like yeah, tiny little fired cool. up. Yep, that's all. She wears a thirteen and a half, almost oh almost God. to the like the kid size, normal kid size. So you guys wear the exact same size shoe. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> you, you can't tell who's who. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a little salty with you to be honest because I am fired up about a pair of Adidas as well. <laughs> Damn, he I is. didn't even think about it. Hey, yeah. Alex. 
Yours is much sweeter than mine. What are you fired up about? <laughs> I bought myself a pair of Adidas. I'm really excited about. They're, no one else is matching me. No one else cares about they're them. They're so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I threw away my te- my Adidas Terex. Actually, I don't even remember why. I think they just started to smell really bad after a couple of years. And I was like, yeah, I'll treat myself to some years. new ones. Yeah. God damn, That's the dog. cool thing about like a nice pair of Adidas can last, man. Like. And I played, I think, two two full seasons in those shoes. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, yeah, I just tossed them. And then I was like, I figured I'd, I was going to wait to buy some really fresh ones until the weather got nice because I don't want them to get muddy. It just, I got sick of waiting. So I just went and pulled yeah. the trigger on some new. I don't even know what these are called. They're, I'll post a picture of them. They're right? high tops though, right? Yeah, they're, they're high like tops. the they're sky, sky something. The Terex GTX, the mids, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They're so, Gore-Tex. They're blue. They're like, you know, Disc Golf Chicago colors. So I'm I was going to say, them. they are very Disc Golf Chicago colors. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to wear them with like one of our shirts and like a nice polo, a, a polo and a hat. I just want to mm. look like a pro and then play like a rec player. Look like a pro. Most of play like yeah, a if I, Hey, if I can't play good, at least I'm going to look good. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm look, excited about that. Yeah. Look good, feel good, play, play mediocre. Play. Play. <laughs> look good, feel good, and play. Play. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it from me. Ali, what are you fired up about? What's fired up? Happy? Yeah. yeah. Excited? Be. You can be it's fired open down, to interpretation, though. For the first though, time, I was fired down, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can be fired Ooh. whatever you want. Well, I'm fired up and I'm fired down. I'm fired up because I got something fun and I'm fired down because I left it upstairs. Dang! <laughs> it's so way. far away. Yeah, all the way How'd upstairs. Well, I'm just going to go grab it. We'll listen to every Pause. footstep. Yeah, no, that's bonk. perfect. Okay. Ahead, let the dogs in. Bonk, be loud. Bonk, bonk. All right, so no. you just ran upstairs to go get the thing you're fired up about and you're reaching into a backpack now. You're uh-huh. elbow deep in a backpack. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can I continue? Please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. Uh-huh. I would say move up a little closer to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> It's oatmeal cream pie. Ooh, oatmeal cream pie. Okay. It's better than an oatmeal cream pie. I feel like this is a bit that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God. It's a prop comedian. He's got uh, 239 beans. going to have a different story. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, carrot top. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. So you know, uh, this is if this is not a setup. At this still point. feels not, like a bit. I swear to God. Still feels so, like a bit. This is what it was. And I'm going to share. Those pogs? Oh. So we're at the age where, thankfully, the things that w- we grew up with aren't super hard to find. Like, if you grew up in the 60s, it's now a vintage collector's toy if you yeah. want to find it. Nostalgia-wise, I've been, well, it would be fun, cool to find some of these toys that we had when we were kids. And there's tons that they still make, tech decks and finger, but they still make yes. new stuff. But you can't find pogs. And the other thing I looked for was Mighty Max. You remember those things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, like Polly Pocket, but Polly Pocket, but right? because you can't like Polly Pocket yeah, you if can. you're a boy. Mm-hmm. Right. Like pink. Polly Pockets were yeah. better, I think. Some guy on Etsy was selling all these pogs for like 15 bucks. So I bought them and they're nostalgia filled. It's mm. incredible. Uh, there's actually a lot of Michael Jordan. And Power Rangers, if you're a Power Ranger guy. Uh, but this was the best one. Pass it can, we, can we pause before you tell me how great that one is? Because I feel like most of our audience will have no idea what a pog is. That's unfortunate. I know. Yeah. But you're going to help them. You know, I'll be honest. I don't. Because oh. I, it hit yeah. right when I was I am, just too right. old to care. I never really? had pogs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never I see, had pogs. Did you yeah. have yeah. pogs? Nick, I saw them okay, and I, I like I collected them because I thought they looked cool. Oh, I didn't play them, but never. I don't know how to play. No, oh, I, it was a it I was a thing you, you played. Yeah. I th- so I oh, think I, know that I think oh, you no. like put them down and then you're supposed to use the slammer and you hit it and you're supposed to flip them over. Yeah, 
I think. Yeah. So you um, and another person have yeah. your own pogs and you put a stack of pogs in the in the middle. And I think it's like, I don't know if you both put your pogs in, but it's essentially like a betting thing. Like yeah. when you flip over the pogs, you get to keep the ones that flip over. Yeah. And so you're continuously if you're throwing the back. slammer. Uh, right. So it's like flat marbles. They're, they're, so a pog yeah. is yeah. like okay. a circular, okay. like cardboard type material. Like it's like a circular firm disc with different art on it and then you have a metal <laughs> slammer that's heavier than the pog and you slam mm. the slammer on top of a stack of pogs and guys go onto the googles and yeah there's a little paper nfts yeah yeah that you throw metal pucks at yeah. yeah so guys that's why i'm really glad that you invited me onto the podcast today i have a really interesting opportunity for investment you. opportunity <laughs> <laughs> They're called POGs. <laughs> they are taking the internet by storm. Um, and honestly, you can get in at the ground level here. Yeah. Um, I've only got so Well, many. when you said you had pogs, I really thought you had some fat-ass white girls, and I got very excited <laughs> and then realized it was... Different spelling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I have pogs. But the thing, so Sounds for the like people that didn't know yeah. what I, I do, I, I may have pogs. Did you hear? Exactly. I, I got a nasty pogs. case I got some pogs, pogs. <laughs> I got a great case. Well, I got a plastic baggie of pogs. Yeah. yeah. So wait, you were saying about the, the Michael Jordan one, there's like Yeah, anyway, the whole point of pogs, there's a game, sure, but the idea was they, they're like little trading cards of pop culture so they're just little they're like buttons but not buttons um but there's anything there's mcdonald's there's the hamburglar uh there, remember this cartoon maybe super samurai cyber squad anybody no no sure no. No. Bit after. Yeah. i remember that i remember uh, that. leslie o'neill you know well-known NFL player i have no idea who that is <laughs> Well-known uh, NFL But, you know, I, I didn't know uh, that I had to have a fired-up thing, so I'm going to choose my pogs. That's that's, that's as good a fired-up as I've ever heard. probably one of the best fired-ups I've ever yeah. seen, yeah. to Thank be you. honest. Most fired-ups don't come with props. So oh, yeah. This wins. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I really want to play, like, one quick round of pogs. but We'd have to look up how to play for sure. I think you nailed it. You throw I the think slammer, right. and everything that flips over onto the... yours uh, you, keep, you keep it, and that was the whole thing, that, like, kids were doing this at schools. Yeah, you'd put up, like... come home crying and pissed off, and then... It be, yeah. It yeah, because like they put up their school. good ones, and then they yeah. lost them. And I wonder if that's why I was uh, so addicted to but gambling But what defined them as, as good? It's just an image. Whatever your favorite... Because they were the cool ones, Jason. NFTs. Have you heard of it, dog? Yes. So it's just... It was it was the sentimental value you yeah, attached to absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, it's okay. actually the exact same thing. I, 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 well, you know, I didn't know, so I thought maybe it was like Pokemon cards where there's an actual value. No. Like this one's a plus no. one, and I mean, at the time, there probably could have been a value. Side note: I think the thing with it though was like <sighs> almost it's it's funny enough like a frisbee. Right. It was a make your own rules game. Sure. It's so funny that he brought this because I was just watching something. Uh, it was like an old. MTV thing that I just saw come through my feed that was talking about pogs in the mid nineties. And I was like, huh, that's, that's so weird. I remember them. I was like, maybe just old and too old to, to play with them. And I never had any, I never bought any, but they were always in the lunchroom and I saw mm. people with them. I, I was like, okay, this is weird. I want to go play basketball. Can we do that now? Am I cool now, Nick? Thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's just funny. Pogs. Yeah. Pogs. POGs. I remember having like the little canister, the plastic mm -hmm. canister that you kept them all in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was such a weird little phenomenon. Like, mm -hmm. It's the most, I mean, but at the same time, kids were playing like jacks and like, it doesn't take much to get, you know. Right. I feel like, so, yeah, over the course of like what kids could have been doing, pogs were like best case scenario. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 
You we know, were playing you... bloody knuckles at my lunch table. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, bloody knuckles. <laughs> Wait, did you do that with the, the quarter, quarter? Yeah. or the knuckles on the table? Both. Quart- oh, the quarter is way more fun. Well, and quarter was dangerous and because one wrong move and the quarter is across the room. Yeah. And now you're explaining. Like the yeah. first time you can just be like, oh, whoops, I dropped my coin. But then like the third time the coin's flinging across the room. We're trying to make each other bleed with currency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was uh, fantastic fired up. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. He's uh, He's got them spread all over the table. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, the pogs are here, too. It's a cool aesthetic. <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> It took me a second. Uh, all right. Let's keep things moving. Uh, we need to hear about some of the events that we have coming up. And sure we need do. to stop touching the mic. Go ahead. Mm, Ryan, can you just let it go? No. Uh-uh. I did it really go. softly, too. Let it go. And if, if you're doing it to really show close, me that you did it, will you softly? hear my beard hairs? You're still yeah. doing it. <laughs> but you're still doing it. All right. Let's get down to this Callahelander rundown. Brought to you. Boy, Spring 2.0. Brought to you by DiscGolfScene.com. Come, Come on, on. Pete. 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 Uh, <laughs> speaking of discgolfscene.com, first off, I Great have job. to give them Nailed. a huge shout out on the new series tab. It is fantastic. Oh, way to go, Pete. Yes. Uh, we were able to customize how points would be distributed through the Greater Joliet Tour Series, and it makes figuring that out and communicating it to the players so much easier. Points from Fraction Run Cup are already up. Make sure to check out the series tab on the homepage. Search for the Greater Joliet Tour Series, and you can view all the events, dates, and registration schedules. Super cool. Mm-hmm. We never the points was always a pain in the butt for yep. us. No more and spreadsheets. No more third parties. No so, more dicking and, around. And we were always like a couple events in before we knew what the points were after the first one. They were up the next day. Yeah, so that's it was huge. Super cool. Computers. So, if you're doing uh, anything like that, if you're doing a series, make sure you are utilizing that function. Mm-hmm. It's good to know. Uh, first event, we're going to talk about the Greater Joliet Tour Series Tournament Director Team Challenge. Ryan, give it to me. The GJTSTDTC. Thank you, sir. Has gone live and it is full, but... It's a full but. We That's are a doing a but. live draft that anyone can attend. Yes. Over at Hell's Gate on Friday, April 8th. Uh, Which will address. be today. Today, when this releases. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when you, you hear this in the morning, Perfect. remember that tonight... You now uh, don't have plans. You Now you have plans. Now you have plans. So you're going to be going over to uh, Hell's Gate Haunted House address is 3101 Canal Street that is in Lockport. That is also where we had the Hellwood Putting League. Correct. So if you came out to that, and I'm sure you're signed up for GJTS. TDTC. So come on out to Hell's Gate. We are going to be doing that live draft. It's going to be awesome. All the captains will be set up. This thing is going to be staged. We were just over there with Kyle the other day, and he had uh, was showing us how everything was going to be set up. Going to be super awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything we've got media, also... we've got lights, we've got sound. Will yes. there be uh, yes. cheeseburgers with... Um, uh, dipping sauces. With the dipping oh, cheese. Yeah. Absolutely, yep. yes. Yep. Yep. Did you see that food. become a menu item? I did, I think, the next time that I saw yeah. him after yeah. that. Yes. He definitely did mention yes. it to them. Yes. yes. So. Dipping burger, something like we'll that. We'll get to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, event-wise, mm-hmm. the second stop on the GJTS, the Workforce Brewing Open 4 at Trinity Links. That goes live uh, Friday, April 15th, so a week from the time you're hearing this. The event is on Saturday and Sunday, May 14th and 15th. We will definitely be running another flex start or two leading up to the event at If Trinity. it's not snowing in May. if Well, my God. If it is, Who knows? I'm done. Yep. May? Oh, my God. So if you're looking to get some practice is it in. Is snow? It may. 
It's gonna be Over at Trinity Links, for any of the events that we have coming up, we will be doing flex starts over there. So mm-hmm. be sure to uh, check out Workforce Brewing Open 4 and the flex starts that will be coinciding with that event. Mm-hmm. Delwood and the Masters of the Canyons. This is a new event this year, and uh, it is also already live right now on discgolfteam.com. Come on, Pete. But there are still spots in all of the divisions. That event is on Saturday and Sunday, June 11th and 12th. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, do you want to make a mention of this? Mr. Leo Dokborowski is starting up Trinity Bag Tags on Sundays at Trinity Links. Mm-hmm. This is your opportunity to play the course that has been closed for two years now. <gasps> That's cough, right. Cough. Yeah. Stop get, asking. Yes. And get practice for GJTS, TDTC, BJTS. Workforce Spring Open 4, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Tags are only 15 bucks. All that money goes towards helping them out over at Trinity. The round is 10. That includes ACE and CTP. Signups are between 10 and 11, and you tee off around 11.15. What's the first day of that? That is this Sunday, so last Sunday when you hear this. But Sundays Perfect. until June. Perfecto. Yes. So that's uh, that's all I got here, boys. The Calahalander's a little tight. Spring 2.0. It- be like that in the spring. It'd be like that. But there are also so many events already live. Like we will have four events live on disc golf scene before the first one happens at this point. It Good almost Lord. feels like 2020 all over again, mm-hmm. but it's just because we have so much going on that we're just uh, ahead of. That's just your events. There's so many organizations. Yeah. The ones that matter. There's so many other organizations popping up now and putting on their own tournaments and leagues. And like, you cannot look at any day of the week from spring through fall and like mm-hmm. there's something happening every single day somewhere yeah in the somebody's complaining sure. about the tournament director team challenge because it's what uh illinois ams weekend yeah oh i can't make it it's sorry i can't believe you scheduled like no guys that's not how it works yeah, yeah. sorry it's not in our control what do you want us to do yeah. i was in the planning meeting uh sean and ryan said let's pick this day it's gonna piss everybody off uh, you're a smurf looking liar right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I don't, I've never attended a single meeting or anything. <laughs> this is stirring up some shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's no way to get around it. There's right. just going to be events on events on like events. events on events. And yeah. pick the one you want to play. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of will you be playing disc golf that weekend. It's which one will you will you want to play? Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just different options, different, even different formats at this point. I mean, we're, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. GJTS, TDTC is match play. Get that somewhere else. You, you can't. Know, so. You can't. No. You know. I know. Of all people. Seriously. Well, actually, on that subject, we uh, we actually just released our calendar of leagues for the season. I made a concerted effort to make sure each league had a different thing. Like, it's not, I don't want to do two dubs leagues this season. I don't want to do two singles leagues. It's too many dubs. So we did. <laughs> that's too many dubs. <laughs> Uh, so we did uh, double dubs. a dubs Ooh. league, a singles Cali league where everybody gets a mulligan on every th- every hole. And you have to be single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can only come if you are a bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, a match play league that culminates in the match play tournament. And the skins league, which is a brand new thing we're going to try out. Sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no clothes a lot of that. Yeah. Right. Bare naked ladies. Right. All those so, details of those leagues are on our website and our Facebook page. Chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. And we'll be on disc golf scene soon. Wait, so. We're running the shirts leagues. He's running the skins leagues. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. There will be a, a showdown at the end. Mm-hmm. What's a skins league? <laughs> I'm not joking. I don't know what a skins league is. Skin, I, no, I know. Um, I was hoping somebody else would try to answer. because. So there's a, a denomination of money that you put 
uh, on each hole to mm-hmm. win. So the lowest score on that hole will win the money. Let's say it's 20 bucks per hole. So if I birdie the hole and everyone else pars, I get 20 bucks. Got it. But if two people tie at the lowest score, then it pushes to the next hole. So you could eventually just be playing for all the money on the last hole. Got it. But the stakes get raised every time it pushes. So it's just skins. It's just winning money. I won. I won the money. Love That's it. All. I thought it was an acronym. I was hoping it stood for something cool. Like what, Jason? Serious kids in neighborhoods selling. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought it stood for. That was quick. You are, I mean, it was you are a disc was, golfer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's a wrap on the Cal Hallander rundown. Ooh. And now I think we should probably hear from our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. No. 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 Hey, guys. It's Andy O'Day. You know me as AO, the mortgage pro, your favorite disc golfing mortgage broker. If you are looking to refinance, now is the time to go over those numbers to see what's going to make the most sense for you. If you're looking to purchase, whether now or in the next maybe 18 months, let's develop that game plan. So when the time comes, you're going to be ready to go. You guys know how to reach me on all the social media platforms, AO the Mortgage Pro. If you guys mention Unstable Discourse when you call me, you will get a free travel basket after closing. And now you can find me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are live now, episode zero of Amortize This, talking all things real estate and all things mortgages. I look forward to speaking to you guys, and hopefully I'll see you on the course. Listen to Unstable Discourse on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, or write from unstablediscourse.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have the time, leave us a rating and review, or just tell a friend. It helps the podcast get to more listeners. And we are back. Back from that really, really long break. And it's time to get into the meat and potato, the bangers and mash. Yeah, what are you doing? Just killing not, small. Not on fire this episode. Uh, ham and cheese, or are you on fire? Uh, yeah, in a way. Um, yeah, it's time for the bangers and mash with Ali Beg. What's Bag of tricks. Before we get into uh, the trivia competition, I wanted to learn a little bit about Bag of Tricks. Is okay. that cool? Can I run some questions by you? Yes, you may. Um, Thanks for asking. Yeah, no, That's really just, polite. You know, consent is really important. I completely agree. How did you get started with it? Were you uh, were you a trivia host for somebody else first and then thought mm-hmm. I could do this? Or how did you end up deciding I'm going to make a company for this? We, Not everything has to be monetized. Yeah, if we've learned anything. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a running joke now. Go well, ahead. I was sitting at the table watching somebody hosting and I thought I could monetize this. I could <laughs> do this myself. No, I used to play trivia all the time. Uh, my buddy, my best friend and I, Andrew, played trivia every week. We were just always having a blast. And we joked one time because uh, we'd won a couple weeks in a row. And we said to the host, why don't you take a week off? Let us host and let somebody else win. Just kind of like an asshole thing to say as a joke. Uh, and she's okay, for whatever reason. So we hosted one time, really liked it. And then she needed like a six month break. So we said, you yeah. needed well, a six month break? Well, she was uh, don't in, we all? in her master's degree or whatever. She was uh, getting gotcha. her master's degree. So she had to stop hosting. She had to take a class. And so she, the plan was she was going to stop for a semester. She's going to come back. <laughs> we just like never gave the gig back. Uh, I don't think she. It's ours now. She, yeah. I mean, she didn't really ask about it either. We just kind of started hosting and then Couple of, well, what happened is when we took it from her, we basically gave her like a finder's fee. So 
she uh, was gone and whatever they were getting paid, she said, I'll give you guys this much and you can use my equipment. So then we did that. And at some point we just stopped sending her the amount that we said we were going to. She and never said she anything? She just never said anything. Wow. I think I did reach back out it's to her long, eventually and I said time. like, hey, you know, we just kind of, I still have this stuff. I didn't feel bad about not paying her anymore, you know. It's, but you had her stuff. Yeah. And I said, I want to pay you for this unless you want it back. And then I just paid her and everything was cool. Um, but yeah, and then we just started and I hosted for a couple of years on my own. And then we got long story short to the point where more venues wanted us to host than I could physically do. So hired this guy that I knew through this bartender at Pollyanna Brewing. This Jason was your first other employee. Yeah. The first Aww. official one. There were some other, uh, individuals before who tried doing, it wasn't really, uh, a, a thing at the time. Jason was the first official. Uh, host what as Vega Tricks. This was five years ago. Five in May. years ago in May. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I only know that because Jason committed to a tattoo on his five year mark. Uh huh. Did you? Yeah. I didn't he's going to pay for. Obviously. Well, I know I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, you're the one. <laughs> I thought you was better. Oh yeah. That oh, is, uh, yeah. yeah. Shit. No, yeah. I don't know. What I was thinking. Yeah. I got. Yeah. What's the tattoo? Uh, that's up to Jason. I'm going to get the logo for the company. Yeah. It's yeah. something I did for five years, and I want to commemorate that in my life. I'm so proud of the last five years. Yeah. Love it's that. crazy. If you look at our um, Facebook today, I actually changed the company logo, and it's just a big penis and balls. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, so that was perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. Dick and balls. Yeah. Right before. Yeah. Right before he changed it. Uh, really proud of that. So I know there's been a conversation so about a Unstable Discourse logo tattoo as well. Are you Ooh. waiting for a five-year mark before that happens? If we do this for five years, I will commemorate it with a tattoo. Sure. What is this if we do this for five years? When we do this for five years. Is that a better way That's to word better. it? I don't think I'm going to wait five years. I've, I haven't gotten a tattoo in years, and I'm itching for something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll wait. But I'm definitely going to do it at some I'm point, I'm getting one too. this year. Do you mind telling us about it? The one we just talked about. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm very present right now. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> The, so how that's many, how, how many, we got into the tattoo industry. How many <laughs> trivia hosts do you have now? Uh, we have uh, actively like 16, 17 right now. Wow. Uh, that's a lot to manage. Is it just you sort of like administratively handling everything or is there anybody else that are behind the scenes with you? Gina, my wife works with me too. Okay. So she handles a lot of the social media and a lot of the onboarding and coordinating with hosts. Then, yeah, everything else behind the scenes I do. And then, obviously, these beautiful faces out on the front line asking the questions. Yeah. Yep. As it grows, it's a lot to manage. But once it's yeah, you're out there and you have people like Jason, who you trust, you know, is doing a great job every week, it's not that tough. What do you think are the top, like, two or three characteristics that make somebody a good employee for you? Yeah, that's hard to, pers- I don't know. Uh, it's different with everybody. I mean, cause I don't want to say, you know, uh, an outgoing personality cause I don't have an outgoing personality a lot of the time. And people would argue that I do because I can project that, but sure. it might not come off in that every interaction. So I hate to say I need somebody that's very outgoing all the time because people that aren't can be great hosts. Sure. Um, I think that the most important thing is just people who want to be there. I'm not saying you have to love trivia. You know, it's not that you loved mm-hmm. trivia when we were sure. connecting yeah, I wasn't about a this. Trivia dude probably. Yeah, no. but uh, you know, people that want to be interacting with people. And that's always the elevator pitch people ask about our company. You know, we're not called Begatrix Trivia. It's Begatrix Entertainment. We host trivia, but our goal is to entertain, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and that's why I've had people who have applied and they are extremely knowledgeable trivia players, trivia participants. They're not entertaining people, though. Because that's tough. They might be entertaining to be, you know, fair to everybody and to the right crowds, 
but they just, their priority in reaching out about being a host wasn't because they wanted to be interacting with crowds of people. It was because they like trivia. And that's, you know, you can't, and I always say I can teach people how to ask a question. I can teach people trivia. Mm -hmm. I can't teach people how to connect with people. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. the Jeopardy crowd may not be the trivia crowd. Yeah. Yeah, And and that's the thing is there is because I'm friends uh, with other trivia company owners in the area. And we very much, I would say, target different crowds in that we don't tend to have a large following of the Jeopardy level trivia participants because we, not that all of our questions are easier, but we do a lot more of crowd pleasing questions, pop culture. We do a lot more entertainment. You have to, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. part Absolutely. of the deal. But, yeah. but there are trivia companies that, you know, their thing is you're always going to get these type of questions. You're always going to get one from each of these categories every single time. And that's great if you want want that and you want the structured feeling. But Mm -hmm. me personally, I don't know sports trivia. So I don't want to go somewhere where I know every week a valuable question is going to be about sports and it's going to be tough, you know? So we have sports questions, but I try to ask sports questions that at least if I was playing and not looking it up. Like the Super Bowl is held on what day of the week every year? Sure. You could at least take a That's one of our questions. Friday night. Yes. Yeah. Well, and there there are, to be fair, because to Jason's point earlier, you know, some of the rounds over the last few months, I'm adjusting, you know, because you want overall the night to feel fair. You want, you don't want everything to feel easy or everything to feel too tough. But some of the last round questions are what have changed to the most part, to your point, because you said, you know, you, you can at least take some type of educated guess. And that's what trivia is about is maybe you can work your way there. But trivia at its core is like just facts about things. So you just may not know what war was fought between these two people on this time. But you know that it wasn't these wars. So you can take a guess. You're not expecting everybody to know all of them. Whereas some of those other nights, they're not expecting anyone to know all of them. They want it to be very tough. And there's a group for that. It's just a much smaller demographic. Sure. So you said other trivia companies in this area. So when I think of starting a business like even disc golf, if you would have told me seven or eight years ago, oh, I'm going to run a disc golf shop, I would have been like, oh, cool. Part time. What do you do for real? Yeah. Right. And obviously that is a th- like. How many times have you been right? asked? Like, what do you do for real? Yeah. Like, yeah. What's your, what's your full-time job? What's right. your real job? Exactly. Yeah. So how <laughs> is this, uh, is this a lucrative enough venue for you that other companies can also do the same thing in this area? Like it, and you can have 16 different employees. Yeah. But okay. So there are multiple parts to that question. Yes. To pretty much all of it. It is a lucrative business in the fact that you can expand as far as you physically can expand, mm-hmm. right? Because there's always another bar. There's always another restaurant, mm-hmm. but On the flip side, we can only expand so far within a radius because I can't host at Ember's and at the studio on Thursday nights. I can't host at two locations in a city or even two close cities on the same. You don't want to be going against, you know, yourself like Starbucks, right? There's a Starbucks here. There's a Starbucks there. That works for them because the people see Starbucks, they go to Starbucks. Sure. By the fact that there are some, there's more bars in every single town than we could ever host at every night. So That's where, as a business owner, I used to think of everything as competition. Ah, Get out of here. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of turned, well, these people are going to exist and they're going to be in these bars around. I'd rather be friends with them, Mm -hmm. you know, and then at least because now we're to the point where if I already have an account in this area and I know that I'm not going to be bringing anybody else, I don't want to do anything else. I can say, hey, but reach out to these people. 
Because yeah, they're going to be competing against us. But at the end of the day, people that I'm thinking of also aren't our big competitors, right? Because they're not bringing the pop culture, the family trivia. They're bringing the trivia, trivia, mm-hmm. the tough trivia. Sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is, it's been the real job. It's been my full-time job since 2017, 2016. And it's gotten easier as my full-time job. Mm-hmm. But And then it disappeared with when everything shut down. That like brings me to did. a question that I've yeah, been very yeah, definitely. To think of how to cautiously ask this. And I don't care at this point. I'm just going to ask. How it. much did it suck? Yeah. How yeah. big of a shit did you take when everything shut down? Like, can you- I didn't shit for a week. <laughs> <laughs> 21 shits I missed. <laughs> it was interesting and everybody took everything differently right because everybody was affected differently it's hard to approach this whole conversation carefully from every perspective because one of the first thing and this is i I was just the other day thinking back to why i don't really post on facebook much anymore at all Uh um Every now and then I'll post, I'll, I'll post funny shit. I'll share some, I'm like an old person now, essentially on Facebook. <laughs> Real thoughts, unless it's caps lock by accident. But. That's <laughs> <laughs> so real. That's so stupidly real. Um, here's something real. I don't remember what you're talking about. Uh, what it was How did like, you survive the how, pandemic? How, yeah. Oh yeah. So one of the first things that came up is, so when we first got this news and I remember getting the the notification on the phone, it says like, uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker issues executive order, shutting down all restaurants beginning this day. And they had like estimated to be a week or two, two weeks, weeks two whatever. Weeks, right? yeah. And I remember, and I felt so bad because bless her heart, she didn't mean anything by it. And I wasn't as affected in the long run as I was in that instant. But we, I mean, we were actually at, a f- we were at a funeral a memorial service and my mother-in-law was there and she just said, Oh, I can't wait to just stay home and order some pizza. You know, we could still do delivery. Like that's okay. We just get a vacation. And Gina was just like, I had, my face was just blank. And she's like, Oh, what's wrong? And Gina's like, literally our entire business just shut down for two weeks in an instant, yeah. you know? And it's, you know, that's what lots of people were dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I posted one thing to Facebook and again, this is what brought me back to that. That said something about, I, I don't want to minimize how important this is. And I agree with the decision, but when you're posting stuff and you're saying stuff on here, please try to be conscious that this is hard on people for other reasons too. Like their business is being shut down. And I said something to the effect of, you know, my business got shut down and somebody commented, mm-hmm. everybody was supportive, supportive. Well, you know, I'd rather have people survive than your business be open. And I was just like, literally the first thing I said was, this wasn't me asking you for some, I, I don't yeah. disagree with what's going on. Yeah. I was looking for some, not pity, Wait, but a shoulder out here. Are you saying somebody on Facebook wanted to pick a fight with you for no reason? <sighs> yes. I know. I know it doesn't happen often. Get out of town. Uh, but yeah, it was that point on. I was like, forget this. But then, you know, we rolled with it and we started doing online trivia. Yeah which was an experience in itself, but it's still going to this day. The first time I ever saw your face, you were dressed as Bob Belcher <laughs> doing a, Bo- a Bob's Burgers <laughs> trivia. Yeah, online. that was the day after Tiger King trivia. And I planned it I so heard, that I could yeah. do the Tiger King mustache oh, goatee. well done. And then shaved down to Bob Belcher the next day. <laughs> that's, see, that's genius. Yeah, you know yeah. what? It's the little details. That's guys. an entrepreneur right there. Hey, you yeah. know yeah. what? Yeah. Do it again. Okay, I could ask you a lot more questions about your business because I think it's very, very fascinating. I think it would be relevant for him to at least touch upon how he's managed to bring to like tie his business into the disc golf world because oh, it's a great you're not just here randomly; like you yes. are part of this community big time. Where am I? Yeah, yeah. Who is oh, it? here the, in the, the cab. 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 This is the barn. <laughs> oh, I remember this. 
I was sitting at the bar with that bartender I mentioned earlier who's sitting next to me right now. It's Sheila. Spoiler alert. And I mentioned off the cuff that I was meeting my buddy to play disc golf, not at Delwood um, at the time, but I said- Big mistake. Well, Go ahead. How dare you? <laughs> I said I was meeting to play somewhere else. And I think you said, have you checked out Delwood or something? I said, oh, I think we've planned to go there or something. And then you literally said, oh yeah, that's my husband. He made it. He's sitting next to you. And that's, I'm pretty sure how I met you for the first time. That sounds about right. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously things through trivia. But so I was playing, I've been playing disc golf since like 2008, 2009, but never super seriously, always very recreationally. Um, and I've, I've never been in a, in a tournament. I've never played anything competitively. Although when you were describing it, I realized I've played one skins match just randomly. Oh, My hey, friends knew what they were doing. Oh, so you played no. naked. Well, <laughs> I had pants on, <laughs> but not when the round ended. Southern kids in neighborhoods. Selling. Selling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But so what really connected though is when you opened, uh, I was very proud. It's gone now, but my magnet was the first magnet on the electric panel back when you were in the tiny little desk, uh, other than yep. whoever like Baby put shop. the roof on the building because yeah. they left like nine of them or whatever. It was like a oh, vacation shop or something. Sandy Point. Yes. Sandy yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there were a bunch of those and I was like, because I got like nine magnets with an order randomly mm-hmm. and I was counting where they were going. I was an <laughs> entrepreneur. Yeah, I remember doing that. And then I announced for Clash. Yes, you did. Clash of the Canyons. Oh, that was so funny. First yeah. year in? The second year. Second year. And then Jason started with and the, I did the third, third year. year. Mm-hmm. Tying it back to not just trivia, but it's all forms of entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it was definitely entertaining. It was hilarious. That was the highlight of my day. It was every eight minutes. Well, that's when I met you and Donnie. Uh-huh. Because you guys had the booth. Yep. And I remember it was... It, Oatmeal cream pies or Star oh, Crunch? Star Crunch. Star Crunch. Yeah, Hard Star Crunch. Because he left uh, and you said, I sent him to wherever to get something you needed for the table. And he's like, but I guarantee you, he's going to have a bag, a box of Star Crunch. <laughs> and he showed up and he had a box of Star Crunch and then he quoted Scrubs. And I was like, I love this man. Like, <laughs> I love everything about this yep. situation right now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so that was, yeah, that's disco. And then we've just been, been to Delwood a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Begatrix. I think that's the the big thing. Was And then we've sponsored. Mm-hmm. Uh this year on hole 13, I think. I don't remember, but I went out to look. It was great. Yeah. You also sponsored the Chicago Disc Golf Expo. Yes, we did. And Jason hosted trivia for that. Yes, That's right. Sure mm-hmm. yep. Which for a lot of people, that was like their favorite part of the whole thing. Nice. Uh, we'd been working so hard, you know, to get everything set up. So to just go have fun, have somebody else be in charge and we just get to hang out, right. unwind and be entertained. So many good memories from that evening and like getting to connect with people that I had talked to so many times over the last couple of months, but hadn't just got to hang out with them. So uh, for me, Bag of Tricks represented this like very important part of the experience. Um, and yeah. I think a lot of people felt the same way. So you know, I think we owe you. Yeah, thanks uh, no, for asking. Thank you again yeah. for that. The whole idea behind us coming in and doing the trivia is we come in and do the trivia. We bring all the equipment. We write the questions. We do all of this. You hang out and enjoy your events. Exactly. So, and that's what I tell them, you know, and I have to be very clear too on the the swinging the other way. We don't run your event because then they're like, how much should we charge for the tickets? And who do do you collect them? Do you sell them? And where do you advertise? And I'm like, we are not your event planner. Like we're not, we're going to come and do all the trivia. And if you, like us to be your event planner, I can do that. But you know, then you're it's a whole different it's a game. Whole other it's a whole yeah. different yeah. thing. Is um, that but, are you looking to get to that level? Do you want to take this to the to the level of where now you are just event planning for no, people? And you're doing all of those things. Yeah. Organically, yes. Yeah. In the way that 
will have people ask now if they do reach out at the beginning of their process to say, hey, we we know we want you to do trivia for our event. We're just in the planning stages. Do you have recommendations? Do you have venues? Do you have, you know, uh, caterers that you recommend? And I'm happy to recommend that stuff. And we do have partnerships uh, where then it benefits us in, uh, you know, if somebody in Elmhurst goes to a brewery in Elmhurst and they say, hey, we want to host a fundraiser upstairs. Do you have a trivia company? They're probably going to send them to us yeah, because we host their trivia. You know, and then vice versa. If somebody comes to us and says, "Hey, we want to do trivia. We're in Elmhurst. Do you have a venue? Well, it's not my venue. You're not going to pay me. I'm not going to coordinate it for you. But here's where I'd recommend. And then the benefit is to everyone because we're as the entertain as the entertainment working with a venue that we're familiar with. As the venue, they already know that we know their setup. We know the people there. You know, and as the as the client, you're getting the most seamless process. So to me, even though there's not, hey, nobody's kicking me money back for that. I'm not getting anything from these it's venues. It's easier. It's better for it's, you. It's better for everybody. Yeah. And I've always believed that. And that's why, you know, that's where I met and how we got into business with a lot of breweries. Because when we do business um, at restaurants where they serve lots of beer, which is all the rage, you get 50 tap handles. And then, not to call out any businesses in particular, but the, so they'll complain. You know, they don't want to give out gift cards. And first of all, just do just give prizes for trivia. People are coming, they're spending money, give them prizes. Yeah. But then I'll say, okay, you know what? Here's what you do. You have 50 beers on tap, right? So let's say you have 25 breweries that you're buying beer from and probably 40 more that want to be in those taps. Reach out and say, hey guys, we have trivia every Thursday night. How many would you like to sponsor? Here's what we do. We'll special your beer. You just give us prizes. Give us stuff to give away. That's a done. The swag they already have sitting in their office ready to be handed out for this reason. I've seen the back of these vans. I've seen them. How much merch. And there's never an issue, to be clear, if anybody out there happens to be a distributor or brewer, there's never an issue with them wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just the other, the, for whatever reason, the venues that don't reach out and try to set that up, when people do it, it's so easy. And all of a sudden they have more, you know, sponsors than they can count, you know, and then people are happier. There's great prizes. It's all this, but I've just always believed. Let's, and again, that does nothing for me. The right. breweries aren't giving me, the venues aren't giving me kickback. It's, I know that my participants, my people that are coming out to play trivia are now going to get awesome prizes and cheap beer. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Win, win, win. Everybody's winning. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just finding those balances and, you know, the the venues and the people out there that are willing to just do that little bit extra up front, it shows. I mean, look at Alter. Mm-hmm. Like this is, I mean, aside from Jason being amazing, it's always the venue that I use because they've just followed the formula since the beginning. We just do trivia it every works. Tuesday yes. night. We don't mess with it. We don't mix in right. theme nights. We don't do all this. And people come back every week. It was standing full to the gills the time. The one time I made it out, yeah. I was like, am I going to get a table? God, yeah. A month ago, I had uh, 27 <clears throat> teams. There had to have been 150 people packed back there. At Alter? At Alter. Good yeah. God. You've been there. You know yeah. You know the size of the room space. I'm talking about. 150 people. Easily. Yeah. Probably higher. Yeah. I got to get back out there. That was such a good that time. That was a blast. Uh, speaking of prizes, do we have prizes for tonight's winner? Yeah. It's back pogs. to the back. You win yeah. one pog. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> here no, we go. Not. You pull out a hammer and some watermelons. Um, <laughs> Seriously. That's an Okay. Why do you why are those coming out now? Oh, you can open them if you want. I thought Ryan might hit me because Snacks, it'd be really bro? loud in that front is, of the microphones. Um yeah. Snacks? Gallagher. Well, I couldn't Very hear for a second. Cream wafers? Okay. All right. I've got backup prizes. Hazelnut. But I think this will be a cool prize. 
I saw that. I don't know what it is. It is <laughs> one page of a Playboy magazine. No. From 1987. Oh, no, but it's it's a great uh, video game lineup from approximately 1992. Genesis. Yeah, Sega, Sega Genesis. Genesis. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's that, and then I got one Sega. other thing here for you. Sega! Not my pogs. Oh, no, yeah. We'll, a bag of coffee. Hey, hey, that's a great prize. Wow. Right, so uh, this is half to give. Uh, There's only nine. Mostly it's for us to have oh, nine, a right. good time. Right. But the other half of this is so that listeners know what you might expect out of a bag of tricks trivia. So uh, we're going to play. Uh, we're going to play a, a round. Is this one single round we're doing? This is one mm-hmm. round. We're going to do one round yes. of bag of tricks trivia. Yes. First question is, who is the first president of the United States? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mumble, mumble, mumble. Yeah. The uh, the one difference, well, the two differences between what we did last time is there is not uh, the requirement of taking a shot to buzz no, in to no. answer your question no, because that's not how they do it right. at, bag of, at Bag of Tricks. Right. This is official. This is official. And yep. the other difference is have- that Jason's playing this time rather than hosting. Yeah. And I've never heard these questions. Does yeah, you know? probably not. No advantage. Mm-hmm. Is this similar to what you guys would do at a, a live event? Yeah. Segwaying um, from that, realistically, this round won't be at an event. I've wanted to host it for a long time, but I'll tell you at the end why it wouldn't work. Okay. But this is an example of the types of questions. Gotcha. Perfect. Types of trivia you okay. can see. All right. So here's how it works. There's actually nine questions. This is a secret connection round. What that means is the questions themselves may not have anything to do with each other, but there's something that's going to tie all ten, all nine of the answers together. Cool. Uh, so once you have all the answers, try to figure out the theme, the connection, or... Try to figure out the connection. So if you're missing an answer, go back and help you fill it in. Love it. That's very All cool. right. So uh, <clears throat> here we go. Question number one. What was the title of the incredibly awesome 2011 3D concert film centering on Canadian singer Justin Bieber? What was the name of the extremely- no, kidding me? No, I'm not. And it, he already knows all of these if they're like that. Because that's the type of guy he is. Oh, I'm not very good at trivia, actually. That's the type of guy I am. Yep, there he is. I knew Jason would get every one of them. And we just look at each other like, uh. Do you guys see how mad everybody got after one question? Yeah, we're one screw question. this. No, shut it off. Question two. Mm-hmm. What is the official title of what is more commonly called the theme from Rocky? 1979 song composed by Pil Conti with lyrics by Carol Connors and Ann Robbins. None of the rest of that at the end matters. Mm-hmm. That's just for fun. But the question is, what is the actual name of the song that we just know is a theme from Rocky? I'm going to give you a hint. It sounds like this. You stop using your Siri on your phone, on your watch. I'm deleting notifications. Yeah, sure. Where's the phone basket? We don't do that here. Uh, question three. Mm-hmm. Um, for the history folks. Oh, cool. Finish this Patrick Henry quote. Forbid it, almighty God. That's probably what he sounded like. <laughs> I know not what course others may take, but as for me, blank. Finish the famous quote by Patrick Henry. I'll give you a hint. It's seven words. Look at Jason. He looks so smug and I love it. <laughs> Jason's sitting in the no, front, front row. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even ha- need a pencil. No. Yeah. I don't even no? need to be here. Uh. Uh-uh. That's fair. That's fair. That's good. Question number. Well, if you guys didn't like those, you're not gonna like this one. This is tougher. We're gonna skip. Listen, we're gonna skip to number five for a second mm-hmm. because I'm I'm not digging the vibe, and I want to give you this one. 
Number five, what 2009 animated film centers around an elderly widower named Carl Fredrickson, voiced by Ed Asner, and an earnest young wilderness explorer named Russell? That's number five. What's the name of that film? Guys, I think I got one. (laughs) Yeah. Question six, what word does the titular character constantly repeat in Edgar Allan Poe's classic poem, The Raven? It's just one word. All right, question seven, back to the 90s, the early 90s. What song by C&C Music Factory mm-hmm. had a rap performed by Freedom Williams uh, and the key vocal, Everybody Dance Now, sung by somebody else. Cafe Disco. That would top the Billboard charts in February of 1991. What was the name of the song by C&C Music Factory? It was called Dip Dip Dip. Oh, wait, I think I did actually do 10 questions. Okay. Um, That's okay. Number eight. This is history in France. What is the traditional translation of the French phrase, quiste mangeant de la brioche? I'll spell it for you. Often attributed to Marie Antoinette. Quiste, I don't speak French. Mangeant de la brioche. Country of origin, please. (laughs) France. Would you like me to use it in a sentence? No, you did. I know. I was just going to read it again. Okay. Uh, only two left. And I think that these are... Oh, wait. And then we'll go back to four. Number nine, what popular Netflix show starring Penn Badgley is based on a 2014 novel by Caroline Kepnes? I'll give you a hint. It's had three seasons. It's a very popular show. Nikki knows it. I see her shaking her head. Okay. Uh, two questions left. We'll do number 10. What is the more common name for the layer of fine feathers found under... The tougher exterior feathers on some birds. <laughs> I know what it is. All right. Now we'll just go back to number four. Uh-huh. What Canadian TV program that launched the career for Alanis Morissette also first introduced the Nickelodeon Network's iconic green slime? Since that point, it's a popular show in the very early 90s. Oh, it was very popular in Canada and it essentially spawned Nickelodeon here because they took the mm-hmm. whole format uh, mm-hmm. and, and brought that show to we their just, network, we which would be Nickelodeon. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Got it. Uh, I, uh, I don't know all the answers, but I know the theme. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the name of the 2013? Oh, wait, I wrote this. What was the title of the incredibly awesome 2011 3D concert film starring Justin Bieber? Never say never. Never say uh, never. Never say never. And then the follow up. Believe that was just some extra. Uh, what is the official title? Why don't you say title of what is more commonly called the theme from Rocky, the 1979 song composed by Bill Conti with lyrics by Carol Connors and Ann Robbins? I actually gave you the melody for the title, Gonna Fly, gonna fly now. now. Oh, gonna yes. fly now. Going downtown. Going downtown. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> gonna fly now. Going downtown. Going downtown. Makes more sense, huh? Yeah. Downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky is punching me. All right. (laughs) Question number three. Finish quote by Patrick Henry. Sexual chocolate in WWF, WWE. Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Henry. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Never mind. Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me Me liberty liberty or or give give me death. death. Question four. What Canadian Mm. TV program 
launched the career of Alanis Morissette, also first introduced slime to Nickelodeon. That was you can't do that, do that on, on television. television. See, not that one. You you were scared about that one, but that was right in my wheelhouse. Okay, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that was. And see, that was a little before me, TV wise. Okay, like yeah. I was. Yeah, uh, there was a SNL skit uh, like two weeks ago about. Really? About you can't. Yeah, do it was very uh, Monty Python ish. Yeah, like it had yeah. a lot of those like weird illustrations and yeah. Mm-hmm. I learned. Did you watch the documentary The Orange Years? No. If that is your show, that documentary is for you. Ooh, you really? watch it? Okay. No. It's on Hulu. Uh, okay. No, The Orange Years. It's all about the inception of Nickelodeon. What like, would you do? Yes. If I dumped slime on you. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. On the spot. Uh, <laughs> you could see him laughing halfway through. Yeah, you know I, got, I already know the second line. Oh, I was God. coming up with the lyrics as they were coming out. 239 like, beans. Good. Here that's it good. comes. It's like, that's actually living out the Michael Scott. Like, sometimes I just start a sentence. I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> Improvisation. Yeah. I just yeah. hope I get there. Yeah. Um, question don't five. Ever. What 2009 animated film made us all cry? That was up. 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 I think we right. all got that. Uh, what up. word does the titular character constantly repeat in Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven? It was Nevermore. Nevermore. Yes. Nevermore. What song by CNC Music Factory topped the Billboard charts in February of 1991? Gonna make you sweat. Gonna make you sweat. Oh, yeah. The music take control. Isn't that the uh, the song they use in that famous scene in uh, Man of the House? Where he's doing the dance? Yeah. Is it, yeah. He's doing like the Indian the dance, dance montage. Yeah. The dads yeah. and the kids. Yeah. And yeah. We were- uh-huh. 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 What is the traditional translation of the French phrase, qui mange de la biroche? Often attributed to Marie. Let, Let them, them eat cake. cake. Cake or death. Uh, what popular Netflix show starring Penn Badgley? What a name based on a 2014 novel by Carolyn Katniss. That is you. It's just called you. Mm, got it. What is the common name for the layer of fine feathers found under the tougher exterior feathers on some birds? That is the down. Down. The down. So if you were wondering what... Secret. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, you got it. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> just got the theme. Wait, yeah. did, did, did Sean get it? No, Sean has not. It's not like We've known each other. You got Rickroll, bitch. (laughs) Never. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Wow. Amazing. So here's the thing. I wouldn't do that round at uh, a live trivia night because the majority of people, even though you guys did well here and- You haven't seen my score. Yeah, right. Fair. Why do you think we did well? No, but the well, no, you three, two, I guess two of you, not three of you, came up with a theme. So that's my whole point. This these type of themes are too hard. Um, where if somebody misses one or two, the theme disappears. It, especially like if you ever I've seen where they'll do the theme is that the answers are in alphabetical order. And it's like, well, okay, but if I missed three, I guess I could maybe guess that, but it's just like you're not gonna come to that conclusion. No, yeah. you're not gonna cook because who knows? Uh right. but that's why I love this round. That's what I was getting at my joke earlier. Like, you'll never see this round out at Bag of Tricks. Oh, I think this is great. Yeah. I, I mean we do the secret idea. connections, just not this one. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, good. Oh, wait, so how many uh did Jason get right? I only missed uh the Rocky one. Okay. Son of a bitch. Um Sean, how many did you get right? Uh, I took home a forty percent. Okay, good, good, good. Um, Fancher? I got seven out of ten. Seven. Oh, so that's 70%. Uh-huh. I got a 40. 
<laughs> you have 40%. Okay, so, yeah. so far it's looking like Jason won. I think I did. Jason. Yes. Congratulations, you've thank won. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'll thank you like a like. Um, Which ones did you get, though? The easiest ones? I'm uh, I'm really proud of you crucially all. embarrassed. As am I. Man, that's those nice. are challenging, but I had fun trying to figure out what the theme was. Yeah, yes. that's that's good. Yeah. That's 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 what we go for. Yeah, want it oh, to be fun. That, that moment when I when you know it, what like, though, like you were right. Moment. I figured out the theme by like six, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. and then the ones I didn't get, I I was filling in. You knew where to go, right? Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, why, yeah. like when the theme is colors, like mm-hmm. it's it's a vague category, but at least you know. Yeah, like okay, whatever's in this blank has to have a color in it. Sure. But it can also, and I don't go this deep when we're just announcing the round, but it could throw people off too when they think they have the theme. Definitely. And then they're working against themselves saying, I think this is the answer, but it doesn't fit the theme. Right. Right. Well, I think uh, people had anticipated you were going to win. I mean, I, I had a feeling you had yeah. an advantage. We all knew. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, kept yeah. putting oh, it good. down, but yeah. no, nah, we knew. I yeah. only I only play dumb. I'm secretly a smarty. <laughs> you do that really well. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <laughs> Lowers the expectations. Yeah. Yep. So that was that was too a lot smarty. Too smarty. <laughs> too smarty. <laughs> too, his IQ is two hundred and thirty-nine. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So that yeah. was a lot of fun, and the fun is not done yet. There's no, a, it is. There's not. another game we're gonna play. Absolutely. So as we are recording, it is. Uh, it's still March. It's March thirty-first. So we can still participate in March Madness not technically. Merchant. So rather than having a male time, it's gonna be. Merch time. Merch time. Merch time. Merch time. Is that good? No. Is that what you wanted? Perfect. So, instead of March Madness, we are going to play Merch Madness because obviously, with uh, Delwood being part of this podcast, they are known for selling merchandise. And so, what we've done is we've taken the 16 best things. To have as well as discs. Accessories. Accessories, if you will. And put them in a bracket form. And we are going to knock the Sweet 16 down to an Elite 8 on tonight's episode. It's a showdown of all the best things you can buy at Delwood aside from discs. Correct. So I've broken it into four categories. In the upper left-hand section, we have food. Bottom right-hand section, we have play. Upper right-hand section, we have gear. And bottom right-hand section, we have Osun. Which stands for other stuff you need. Oh, I like that. Ah. Where it didn't necessarily fit into a category. Okay. So I guess Potpourri. what we're going to do, we're going to start with, we'll start with I food. I need that. Okay. So in the food bracket, the four teams are a Celsius energy drink versus Chinook sunflower seeds and Dippin' Dots versus Double D, Double G jerky. I you got double, double D's D. in the show. Yeah. Double D G. Double D wins jerky. the contest. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave everybody here tonight uh, a bracket to fill out and take the Sweet 16 down to the Elite Eight. And we're just going to do a round table. And because there's five of us here tonight, there will be an obvious winner, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Whoever wins each round will move on to the next one. We'll touch base on this. In the next episode, and we'll take the elite eight down to a final four. And at the end of this, we'll we'll know what is the single what is greatest the item, the number one thing that you should have. So, Alex, you can get us started in the uh, Celsius Energy Drink versus Chinook Sunflower Seeds. Where did you go? I went with the Chinook Sunflower Seeds, and I, I have to admit I haven't tried either of these items, mm-hmm. so I based my decision on which would I'd rather have in my bag while I'm playing around. Okay. Uh, the the seeds seem like. Better energy. Oh, no brainer. 
Okay. That yeah, same. Ryan, you went with same? Okay. I've tried right. every flavor and they're all great. Yeah, you can't play disc golf without sunflower seeds. Without sunflower seeds? Yeah. Oh. 100% across the board. Seeds. Seeds? Chinook. All right, fair enough. Sunflower seeds. Sorry, Celsius. Yeah, it looks like they're going to take you, but What'd I'll you leave. put, Jason? I went with the Celsius energy drink. That's why I love you. Yeah. We did the same? We did. Up oh, top. you know what? Don't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. No, you know unfortunately. what? It does matter. <laughs> unfortunately. Why did you choose those? Uh, why, why was that your answer? Sheila pointed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila. They are good. They're great. I believe they're, they're that. They're just so, not sunflower seeds. It's a snack I activity. chose it because I think you should stay hydrated. And of our four options, it was the only one that was something to keep you hydrated. And so. you know what? I don't like sunflower seeds in my teeth. I don't like you. That's you fair. Remember, uh, That's fair. Mm-hmm. But do you do it right? Do you like put them up in your cheek and like crack one at a time and spit the seat? Spit no, the, I don't want to work for yeah. my food. All right. We're going to move on to uh, the next showdown for so, food. So energy drink one. Uh, energy drink. Um, no. Sunflower seeds one. Nice oh, I thought it was whoever argued more. All right. So we're going to move on. Uh, in food, we got one more showdown and it is dipping Dots versus Double G Jerky. Alex, where are you going to land on I that? was furious. To see these two matched up against each other. I did it on purpose. Yeah, I put these two against Whoa. each other to make it hard yeah, to choose. You made it very hard. That's what she said. Uh, because I have said for a long time that the cookie dough <laughs> Dippin' Dots are the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. But if we're just talking about what you want in your bag, your disc golf bag, like you got to have good energy. And double G jerky is the good energy. And it's freaking delicious. Mm. So double G takes the win. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Same. Ryan. Same. Yeah. John, you're wearing a double G jerky hat. I am wearing I a hat assume. that I got from Double G. Yeah. yeah well, I'm wearing jerky all day. Dots son. Underwear. You don't hear me talking. <laughs> it's the fact that you're wearing them over the overalls. <laughs> I went with Dippin' Dots, obviously. Yeah, of course you did, because it's a smart choice. You're right. Exactly. I knew These we were going to do this. If you put a uh, hundred uh, people in a room, if you put a hundred four year olds <laughs> in a room, if you put a hundred people. Age from zero. No, they can't eat this. No, you know what? Include the zeros. They can have the dipping dots. From babies to real old people, 100 of them in a room, and you put a bunch of dipping dots on that table and a bunch of jerky on that table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dippin' Dots is going to have Dippin' Dots left is over. gone. Yep. No. Dippin' Dots is going to win. But you're talking about the lowest common denominator, though. Smart yeah. people, even are the taking... guys that go jerky, are going to go. You got any more ice cream left over there? Or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. My but throat's real dry. <laughs> if I the whole bag of jerky. <laughs> In the food category, next episode, it's going to be sunflower seeds versus double. Wait, G we're jerky. doing one division per episode? No, no, no we're no, going to no, move no. on to a division oh, now. But I'm saying those are the two that won the four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jerky versus uh, sunflower so let's, seeds. Uh, let's go across the board. So we're going to go to gear. The the first showdown is a. Delwood Disc Golf Keychain or a Delwood Disc Golf Koozie. Mm. Alex? Uh, I gave it to the Keychain uh, only because I've owned many koozies in my life and never used a single one ever. <laughs> <laughs> never one time. That's really? why your ice gets all melted together and hits you uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hits you in your teeth. Actually, yeah. my ice You had a koozie melts. wrapped That's the, the thing. problem. That's why it's so heavy. <laughs> yeah. uh, broke a tooth. Yeah. Mr. Fan. I went with koozie because I love the keychains, but the koozie has a Purpose. Thank you very much. Yes, it certainly does. And so that's why I picked koozie. Yeah. Keychains keep your answers. Koozie me. Koozie? Excellent. Same uh same reasoning, same logic. Yeah, it's got a use. Yeah. I use them. People use them yeah. constantly. People use them. People I don't know what them. Alex was doing, but yeah. people yeah. use them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I chose koozie as well, uh, only because just like Ryan, it yeah. serves a function. 
Correct. Versus a keychain, which literally serves zero function. Uh-huh. Mr. Big. Koozie. Koozie. Oh, I get sweep. the skin for that round. Yes. Uh, and then our next matchup is, yeah, a Delwood Disc Golf mug or an unstable hoodie. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That was Alex. not nice of you to put those things. No, it was definitely well, not nice. Rude. I had to choose something, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Well, let me put it this way. I own an unstable hoodie, and it is my favorite hoodie I've ever owned in my life. Hoodie wins. Hoodie Ooh. wins. But do you own a mug? Yeah. <laughs> I, not, I don't own a Delwood mug. I've never, I've never Un- used a mug. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Un- how do I get, how do I live with myself? I don't know. Right. I'm wearing one. Mm-hmm. I can assume. And it's not a mug. Hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> wearing a mug. Jason is wearing a mug. Yeah, yeah. Just the mug. Just a mug. I cut two holes at the bottom so I can put my legs through. Uh, I was when I was choosing all of these, my answers, I was thinking of it as like I was about to go and play a round of disc golf. So I too picked the unstable hoodie. Oh, Excellent. a mug Fine would choice. do me no good out on the disc golf course. Fine choice. At home in the morning, coffee? 100%. Uh, I chose the unstable hoodie as well. Yeah, you did. Because a good buddy of mine makes them, and I want to support them. <clears throat> good buddy of mine makes coffee. I chose the mug. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bold choice, but unfortunately, uh, the unstable hoodie moves on. The way I thought about some of these, too, was just like the dollar for dollar value. So, like, you know, I don't know what the mug costs. What does the mug cost? $48. Come on. <laughs> what do I sell it for? Eight bucks. Okay, so yeah. eight bucks for a mug is a really great, like, it's a fantastic value. Mm-hmm. So you're comparing an $8 mug versus a, how much does the hoodie cost? Usually. 35, 40 bucks. 35, That's a great deal. Bucks, 35? Yeah. And I'll be, I'll be honest too, like it's hard to throw away a mug. Yeah. Like if it's still functional. You will have it forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus like I throw away clothes all the time. Like either they, once it has a You know what? I changed my mind. Or- <laughs> mug me. <laughs> Does that change the outcome of this round? No, it does no, not. No, no. My job here is done. Wrote. Goodbye. <laughs> Final choice. Final. Uh, all right. So now we're going to move on to the play bracket. Our first matchup is a Zuka cart versus a chalk bag. I had a hard time with this one. Yeah, this uh, chalk bag. I, I hoped to do that with these matchups. So you that's did. good. Yeah, you did. Chalk bag is ten bucks, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll go. I, I the most expensive I can imagine is what fifteen or twenty bucks, and. The amount of use you're going to get, like, it, it really makes a difference in your game when you have a good chalk bag, like, especially yeah. on hot, sweaty days. Mm-hmm. So I had a very hard time, uh, but I ended up going with Zuka because why? I guess I just think Zuka's look so freaking badass. Yeah. I've never used a chalk bag. Like, I've used little dry bags, like, mm-hmm. occasionally, but not to the extent that I would. I don't own a Zuka cart, but I would imagine. I was going to say you've never used a Zuka cart. Yeah, I I would imagine a Zuka cart would be much more hold much more value. That's all. Mm-hmm. Zuka cart. Yeah, I went chalk. Yeah, again, I huh. mean, you could go and play a round of disc golf and not need a cart, but when, like Alex said, when it's like hot, and sweaty, mm-hmm. gotta have that chalk bag. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Okay, I chose Zuka cart because uh, I know a guy that. Owns a shop where they sell them. I know they're expensive, and that makes some money. And mm. that was come on, you gotta get into the spirit. My, yeah, get into the spirit of the competition. It's, it's, it, we're picking them for we going them. It was solely uses. based on yeah. It was just solely based on each person's opinion of that matchup, and that's that's where I landed with that particular matchup. Fair enough. I want to see Sean sell more Zuka carts than I do chalk bags. What about when I sell both? Got him. 
Got him. You make a chalk bag the size of a Zuka bag? Yeah. <laughs> Built <laughs> in really chalk bags. Yeah. Like oh. the handle has chalk on it, so as you pull it, it's chalk in your hand. I went handles. I went chalk. Yeah, I went chalk bag. You can use it all the time. Sweaty hands, it's raining out. Bowling. The, the I have a chalk. I, I have bowling chalk bags. I don't have. I guess I could use my chalk. There's probably no chalk left in that chalk yeah. bag. Huh. I'm gonna That's no just a bag, bag at this point. <laughs> no <laughs> chalk bag, chalk bag. <laughs> I thought a good way to compare these two were like, how important are they to have? And you can definitely play around. I actually sold my Zuka a while ago. Now I just use the bag. And I never regret it except for on tournament days. On days where I'm playing two rounds, I'm on my feet all day. I got to carry a bunch of water with me. I got to carry like other things. It's like not a quick casual round. Those are days where I'm like, I wish I had my Zuka. On the casual round, it seems unnecessary. Those are the reasons why almost everybody I know that owns a Zuka cart has a Zuka cart. Tournament days, dude. You need it. Uh, Our last uh, matchup in the play category is a Zing Can Topper Mini versus... The quick stick. No contest for me. The quick stick has paid for itself so many times over. I've pulled discs out of trees, rivers, whatever. There's always that fun moment when you're the only person who has one too. And like somebody's disc is out of reach and you go like, don't worry, bro. I could be your hero. (laughs) You got to do the sword noise. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out in slow motion as uh, Hero by Enrique Iglesias. (laughs) I can be your hero. Yes. That actually happened just the other day. We were playing. It wasn't even at a course. We were at just the forest preserve looking at a pop-up course, like whole layouts. And it was wet. Somebody threw their disc in an area that they just couldn't get to. And they're like, I wish somebody would have brought their quick stick. And I was like. Guess what? <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. You mean I got my quick stick, quick stick? Or it could be where your buddy has a broken one that barely works, and then a friend convinces him to throw it out because it doesn't work, and then the, on the next hole, oh everybody throws their discs in the water, <laughs> and then nobody can get their discs. That's a funny story. Can you tell that story, please? Real I quick. I just did. Yeah. I threw, <laughs> yeah, but the yeah, actual version. I threw my disc in the water on hole four. Uh, from this is the, just Sunday. Yeah, this from the red tees. Uh-huh. Threw it a little long. It went in the water, and it was just on the other side of the creek. I went around to two into the creek to go and get it and this quick stick pretty much broke in half because it was busted in the first place and so I was trying to quick stick half of the other quick stick (laughs) finally like Jimmy rigged it back together grabbed my disc barely we got to hole five and I said Sean throw this piece of shit away because it doesn't work Mm -hmm. right and then on hole 6a we threw a bunch of discs in the water and could not <laughs> get them. Immediately. And definitely would have with no problem. Yeah. Even with a broken quick stick. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. So That's even right. if it's broken, do not throw it away. Does that make your choice? Quick stick? Oh, uh, yeah. This was the easiest one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Quick stick. Quick stick. Very good. Sean, sounds like the same. Same, same. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I chose it as well, only because I like that it's spelled. And Ali, just to be a jerk. <laughs> just to throw a wrench in the cog. I chose the quick stick. Oh, oh my God. Five and oh. Guys, this is our first unanimous decision. Unanimous. Can I hear somebody try to make the case, just the devil's advocate, if you were going to try to say the, you know, the can topper was the winner? No. If, how would you even I mean, if you're a case? really good disc golfer, mm-hmm. then the can topper like, would be your choice because you don't need the quick stick. Bro, I never throw in the water and all I do is come out here yeah, and drink exactly. beer, so I'm more worried about... 
keeping that beer in the can yep. and getting my discs out of the Who's water that don't go in the water. Is Sean doing right now? Yeah, he's got a. That's kind of every. It's everybody disc rolled into I, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday morning, there's there a lot was one of lefty person out that came there. Mind for me, and I will not say yeah. the name. Yeah. There's a little bit of Indiana mixed into that. Yeah. Oh, that had strong Indiana vibes. Yeah. Indiana. All right. That means in our uh, play quadrant, it's uh, next episode is going to be a Zuka cart versus a quick stick. Ooh, that's a tough yeah. one. That's, that's a, a great tough matchup. one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that should be interesting. All right. Our last Osun, as in other stuff you need. So our first matchup mm. is a Lauren Lakeberg postcard versus. A disc for? dot. I'm gonna change my answer. You thought you thought it stood for ladies love postcard. Ladies <laughs> love it postcard. It's like LL Bean or something. I don't know. Oh. I just went with Lil Postcard. Liz yeah. Lemon. Oh no, I remember this one. I'm sorry, I jumped the the order here, but I remember specifically that I chose disc dot because it reminded me of Dippin' Dots, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know what it was. Ooh, ice cream two times. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one for disc dot. All right. Alex. Uh, so for listeners who don't know, disc dot is basically a little rubber. Uh, dot that you put on the cha- a single chain on yep. a disc golf basket, which is supposed to give you like in just a an, target, a target, yeah, something a target. to aim for. It's like a little gives you like a, and they're they're like kind of neon colored, so you can like really like zero in on it. And yes, yeah, but it's there's just no competition. I mean, we're talking about art versus mm-hmm. a disc dot. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you got to go with the LL postcard. You want with the postcard. Yeah. excellent choice. Yeah, Ryan, did you do the same? Yeah, existentially, but we got to look outside of the world of disc golf. So sure. This thought is very much looking inward. Like yeah. Dip, yeah. Like dipping yeah. Dots. Yeah. yeah. Like dipping dots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so exactly. postcard for sure. Excellent. Sean? 11 11. Excellent. I chose a Lauren Lakeberg postcard as well mm. because 11 <laughs> 11. <laughs> but you chose the disc data. <laughs> I, I want to change mine. <laughs> Too late. <sighs> no. Lauren's crying right now. She knows. No. <laughs> All right, and our final matchup in the other stuff you need category is a practice basket versus the Heiser Rack. Uh, this one's no contest for me. The Heiser Rack is my favorite disc golf item that I've ever owned. Really? Yep. Heiser Rack is, uh, it makes me happy every time I look at it. Mm-hmm. I used to have just like a stack of discs, or they'd be in a crate, or they'd be in little bags. Now I have this really beautiful looking shelf that it like, I don't know. Like people ask me all the time about it. Like, oh my god, is that a like a rack just for your discs? I'm like, yes, it is. Made specifically for I you. Made love it by so a disc much. golfer for disc golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely love the Heiser rack. My reasoning is, I have a practice basket. Mm-hmm. It has never seen the light of day. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no point in me having a practice basket. Uh-huh. And my putting shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually use a Heiser rack. So there you go. Heiser rack. It is. Yeah. Oh. Heiser Rack. Yeah. Shannon Berry Hill. Very nice. Uh, I chose it as well. My logic was more like I see so many people buy discs for the purpose of collecting them, showcasing them, having them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Pogs. Yeah, right, right. And uh, I, I think there's something to be said about should they make tiny Heiser Rack? Yeah. Just gonna, I mean, already, do we all just have the I'm same I'm going thought? home to my CNC. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we tonight. need eight-inch plywood and yeah. we'll just Wi-Fi brain is real. We yeah. all just little, thought the same thing. Heiser Rack's this big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be so great. Uh, yeah, so obviously Heiser Rack. Yeah, Ms. obviously. Um, I chose practice basket. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my theory was, um, you know, I have a practice basket. That's as far as my theory went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was it. 
I'm sure you're pretty familiar with the Heiser rack. And you went. So. I, I actually do know. I didn't know just looking at it here what it meant. Yeah. Um, but I've seen it. I know what it is. I've seen it in the shop um, there, and it's great. I love it. But I chose practice masking, and I'm really sorry, guys. It's okay. Um, my vote There's didn't no, matter at all. There's no right answer. No. Don't yeah. matter. Well, there was right answers at the end of every round. I right. just happened yeah, to get yeah. most of them wrong. Yeah. Um, now you know how we felt in playing the trivia. trivia. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So that means uh, for the Osun category, uh, next episode, we nice. are moving Damn. the Lauren Lakeberg postcard against oh, the Heiser Rack. Damn. So what a matchup. That's going to be emotional. Mm-hmm. Lauren Lakeberg. To say the least. V. Shannon Berry Hill. But that's it. Don't, or, uh, I don't think we can allow Lauren to be here for the next episode. That's No, no, probably not. It'll, yeah. it'll taint my decision. Yeah, she'll get on the mic and be like, no, because taint, you guys, so. you guys should be... <laughs> Can you imagine trying to answer that while she's staring at you with the camera? Yeah. On yeah. Oh boy. So that concludes the uh, the merch madness. <laughs> the merch madness portion of the night. Well, the fucking merch one. madness portion of the night. We're moving on to the Sweet Sixteen. Right. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen has moved on to the Elite Eight, and we're going to dwindle that down to the Final Four uh, in the next episode. For the time being, has substituted the mailbag, but. That doesn't mean we don't want your questions. So what we've done is now registered the email address, mailbag at unstablediscourse.com. So rather than looking for the Facebook page, which isn't cumbersome, but maybe for some people it is to then open the app, search us, find the post, submit the question, blah, blah, blah. If you would just want the short and sweet, simplest way to get your question to us to be read in the mailbag, you can email us at mailbag at unstablediscourse.com. So I like that. yeah, yeah. So what we're gonna do is let that mailbag fill over the next couple eps while we visit the merch madness bracket. And then once we're done with this, then we will take a peek in that mailbag and see what people have submitted for us. Cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there Dig was it. there was one question that was uh, directed at Ollie. Oh actually it could be you could answer it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, was, it was my question. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Another one from the seminary family. Yeah. yeah. Are there, so there's a lot of different ways you can name your trivia team. Like you can, there's so many different directions. Oh, you can go with what is, is what do you think is like the lamest direction somebody can go with when they're trying to come up with a team name? I don't think it's anything lame. Uh, oh, there I think is. there's, well, you just, I, you're not out, out there enough, fella. I'll let Jason answer. <laughs> there's there. some lame ones. Are you yeah, kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Well, which one so just makes you roll your eyes? The worst is like, uh, and I'm not even thinking of anybody in particular. I'm just, I, so I do my trivia mainly in Downers Grove. Okay. You know how Downers Groveians are. And I know how Downers Groveians are. Okay. <laughs> and there are, what does that mean? There are, <laughs> uh, there are some, middle-aged to older women who if i see three of them sitting at one table together yeah i've already had the entire conversation i'm going to have with them before i've even come up and said hi ladies did you know we do trivia here on wednesday nights would you like to participate because it's always the same thing it's like Oh my God! Do you think we should like I'm like I'm offering them weed? You know, it's like, are we going to be bad? Are we going to play trivia? And I'm like, it's it's free. It's li- I'm just I'm just asking if you want to be entertained for the next couple hours. But they will look at each other and be like, Oh my God! Do you think we should? Should we do it? And in the meantime, I'm awkwardly standing there Wait, you have while they're you, yeah. just deciding if they're going to be bad girls who play trivia on Wednesday night. 
and I have all my regulars staring at me that just want their sheet so they can get started and yeah. get everything yeah. situated because they want to be a certain way. And then without fit, fa- without fail, it'll be like, I'll come around and get the team names. It'll be like, we're the wine moms or something like that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say and something. And I just, wine. I literally want to take their table and just no, man. flip it over right there and watch their glasses shatter. Oh, oh, my you think you're being so unique, don't you? You know how many Wednesday wine moms I've done trivia for? It's like, it's the most grating thing in the world when I have to hear the same shit over and over again. Come see Jason. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, you know, pictured. Yeah. I, I'm realizing now as I'm venting. That cut I, by glass. He's like, Jesus Christ, this is the guy that's doing my trivia? <laughs> but the, the flip side of the coin is I love, 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 love when people are like, what should we do as our team name? What's a good idea? Because I say, you guys on Twitter, search Twitter, find out what story's trending right now and come up with some topical thing, yeah. some topical twist on it yeah. that has to maybe do with alcohol or some kind of uh, uh, thing that you're, what? why are you all friends? What do you have in common? What when is we this, did Pollyanna what trivia, our team name was the Pollyancers. Ooh, that's yeah. good. That's great, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. give me a good pun and Step something one, topical. Try. I'll give you points just because I like your name. All right, then that is a wrap on episode three. Uh, what do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there music? Oh, there was. Yeah. yeah. Right now, yeah. you're yeah, hearing we should it. Play it. Can't you yeah. hear it? Uh, all this oh, right now. Crazy. All yeah. this game show music. Yeah, you can hear it. That's and good. you can hear the lions roar right now. All right, Ali. Thank you for joining us. That was. Uh, that was a, a beautiful, beautiful episode. Thank, Thank you, you for getting here. in depth and behind the scenes with the Bag of Tricks story and what people need to know about what's going down behind the scenes at Trivia. Yeah. Thanks for weighing in on our uh, merch madness as well. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah, keeping that interesting. I love mm-hmm. those opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, next I know episode. You said you can't win or lose that game, but I lost. You, you really, you nail it. I found a way. Yeah. <laughs> Leave uh, it to you. <laughs> I know for next episode we have a potential. Uh, we have a guest that is pretty locked in. I'm not going to say it, just in case things change. But we're excited about it, so uh, we'll post as soon as we can. Uh, so until Wait, next time, you guys, you keep it tight. See ya. Peace. Bye bye. Good night. <laughs>